Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. That's right, we're riding with the King. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Howard Eskin with us. Sponsored by Xfinity Mobile. Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge. A different kind of network designed to save you money. Howard, how we do it tonight? Uh, just, I'm just so, so, so ready for a playoff game. But, but uh, you know, I've got my concerns. I've got people stationed outside the hospital. Uh, for ICU, because if I listen to WIP in the afternoon, uh, Jalen Hurts must be on life support. I am really concerned when I when I listen to all that. Oh my gosh, it's just what's going to happen to Jalen Hurts? I, I, it's just it's ridiculous. And I'm not preaching what the Eagles say in the thing. I I I was out there this morning, and I looked. He, he doesn't look now. He didn't throw. He didn't throw in practice, but the practice is so – it's so ridiculous how little they do. And we're not there for the real practice on what they might run a few things. Like, why do you need to have them throw when you're really not uh, game planning uh, for a team right now? I, I just – I don't get it. Uh, it like – if he was not ready, he wouldn't even be out there picking up the football. So I'm okay, despite what other people might say. And oh, he's just going to say what the Eagles want him to say. You know, stop, stop. I, I, it's driving me crazy. And then you see his reaction uh, when he's talking to the media. I don't see him smile that much. He's actually, he was actually smiling. Yeah, I did. I did see a little smirk in there today. A little. Smirk. Yeah, right. It's just you know. Oh, yeah, I'll be okay. And, you know, everybody tries to build up the drama. And that's what's going on here. And and obviously, Jalen Hurts is playing along with it. He, will he be 100%? I I don't think so. Uh, But I'm trying to find a player on on that team right now that's 100%. I can't find one. Uh, There is not one player on that team that's 100%. So... I, I'm okay. Hey, if there was concern, I'd be concerned. Uh, I would be concerned. Uh, I'm not concerned about the Eagles. I'm, I'm kind of looking at who they might play, but that's something we can, you know, drone. I mean, talk about. Uh, well, we, next... we have time. All right. Yeah. So, Howard, here's my feeling on this, and I, and I wouldn't use. I, I'm not panicked, but I do have a level of worry, and let me let me tell you why. Now, it's not so much just today, right? It's it's also the game we just saw this past Sunday where he played. They got through it. He didn't get hurt worse, but he wasn't. He didn't play like himself, and I and I'm. They did it. They were smart, right? There's no reason to run him and get him banged up in a, in a game they could win without that. But I, I need to see him go out there next week and play like himself, which means running the football and the threat of the run. Before I feel better about this, Howard, if they're if he's worried about his shoulder or they are, and they don't have all the elements, right? The RPO, his legs. 
then he's not as good. They're not as good. So I'm a little worried that he's still not going to be able to do all the things that we watched him do this season. And, and I don't disagree with that. However, let's look at the, the Giants game. They're up 16 nothing. Now, one of those field goals should have been at 16 nothing. should have been a touchdown. They had a touchdown later, and then and I don't even know if it was the right call. I can't believe it's the right call from the two-yard line where you have an illegal man downfield. Where's he downfield? What's he in the stands? I mean, what the? So whatever the case, they didn't get the touchdown. But when it's 16 nothing, do you think the Eagles put anything in, and I have a couple of reasons for this, uh, this thought, uh, uh, anything in to to really, they had the game in hand. And, and uh, did it get close at the end? Yeah, it got close at the end, but they, they kind of let him score. They traded off using up clock to let him score. And then once it got under two minutes and they got the onside kick, which is really hard to recover these days because of the the rules uh, of the, uh, the kickoff team. So, uh, it really wasn't. There wasn't a threat that they were going to lose the game. So here's the other part uh, of this equation, and the Giants did the right thing by not playing their guys because it could have been a short week, which they didn't have because their games on Sunday. But also, they could play the Eagles again in uh, in at that point in three weeks. Now that's the same goes for the Eagles. Why would the Eagles show them? anything that they could say oh look at look at this play look at that play knowing there is a possibility and i think there's a decent possibility that they are going to play the giants so why do they want to show them anything that they really don't have to use to win the game so i think it's twofold yep they didn't want to get jalen put jalen hurts at any risk and and also you don't want to put plays out there they're playing you again now, now you can't use those plays because they've already, or you probably won't use those plays because they've already seen them. So I look at it two ways. But, you know, I try to look at the player and see if there's any discomfort to see if there's, you know, any kind of sensitivity. And if anybody can tell me that they watched that last game of him, forget, I, I understand he didn't run. But outside of that, with him throwing the football, and that's what the shoulder's all about, of him throwing the football, if anybody can tell me they saw any kind of discomfort, I, I, they're out of their mind uh, because that's not the case. So, And that's really what I look for. And I think I told you on today's Thursday, right? Yeah. I think I told you on Tuesday night, you know, I try to keep uh, my eyes when I'm down there on the sidelines on what happens when they come off the field and if there's any kind of discomfort or, you know, he's kind of moving his arm or the trainers come over. And I didn't see any of that. So so this is where I have a different perspective. You know, whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong, we'll find out in uh, in just a little over a week on when they play that next game. But that's you know, I try to observe everything, and that's that's where I'm coming from in this thing. And the Eagles don't tell me what to say, but a lot of times I do get deeper explanations uh, when I talk to people about what's going on. I, I'm telling you, I'm more worried about Lane Johnson. I know it's an injury. Uh, he can play with it, but how much discomfort is he going to be in? And that's really that's really an important position, obviously, that 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 
uh, position on the offensive line. So I'm more concerned about that than I am Jalen Hurts. And that that's just where I'm coming from by my observations. What do you make of the way that they've talked about this since Sunday? So you go back a couple of weeks ago, he obviously he was, he was out and Sirianni was joking around about how he's kind of Superman and he has all these healing yeah. powers. And then he plays and they get through it. But after the game, I mean, Sirianni was pretty open about how much pain he was in, how he had to fight through this. And even Hurts, at least he's acknowledged it, right? Like it was, he had a fight to get to back on the field and he did what he had to do. What, what do you, like, they're not shying away from telling us he's still in discomfort. What do you make of that? Because it, it, two weeks ago, it was like, well, he's Superman. You know, I, normally they wouldn't do that, but I don't know if he's trying to rope a dope whatever team they play and say, well, you know, still be hurt and they take chances, which they shouldn't take. I don't know why he said that, but here's why I think he was sore and we complain when they don't give us anything, everything. And then we whine when they do. Well, we need to uh, do one of the two. We need to complain or whine. I mean, yeah, that's right. what we need to do. <laughs> well, well, you know, whining is, is a part of what WIP is. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so I understand that part of it. But just think about this. Joe, you have, let's say you have a sprained ankle. And you're you're doing you play tennis or you play basketball or whatever you play baseball, and you're out for two weeks, and then you come back, and you play on it even though you know it's it has healed somewhat. How much it has healed uh, is just well, Jalen Hurts heals faster than everybody else, according to Nick. And he was chirping a little bit and kind of fooled me, and I think he kind of fooled other people that he might play against New Orleans. And no team buys all that nonsense anyway. But reality is, you haven't played in a couple weeks, and then you do. Won't you be sore? Won't you be a little sore when you haven't? Forget about practice. Pra- practice? We talking practice? I'm talking the game. <laughs> it's about the game. And the game is a lot more strenuous and physical than practice. And obviously, playing an entire game, and you play how to play the entire game, uh, playing an entire game, He's gonna he's gonna feel it a little bit more after not doing a whole lot for two weeks. So that's the way, that, that's kind of the way I look at his soreness. And yeah, he was honest with us, but I, I just I think it's gonna be fine. I think it's gonna be fine. Now they do have to run, you know, their their arsenal of plays. I would say they still do have to run eighty five to ninety percent, which they only ran. They probably only ran about 40% uh, of their plays, really kind of basic stuff. So that's what I want to see. And it's going to be people are going to be holding their breath until they come out. uh, I'm hoping it's a Sunday game until they come out. Uh, next Sunday and play that game. Yeah, hopefully so, this hopefully this city has strong lungs because we're going to hold our breath for nine days here until he gets on the field. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. For some people, it might be good that they hold their breath, <laughs> so we don't have to worry about. We have it people for a while. passing out here over the next couple of days. All right, let me ask you this then. Um, okay. Today it was the first time they're on the field, and, and it was you know just kind of a. It was not. Yeah. No. Okay, but it was a very limited practice uh, as they kind of just work through some things all off the weekend, like you said. The next week they get to work. At what point next week will you have some? Would you have some concern? Like I don't know when they're going to put the the game plan is. Maybe it's Tuesday, Wednesday because they'll know their opponent obviously by then. If next Wednesday, if he's not throwing or he's very limited, will you be worried? Because I mean they got to get ready for a game. Like he's got to get ready for a game, and I'm hoping he gets ready more like normal than last week. 
Okay, the way it's been for the last, I don't know how many weeks, Wednesday's kind of a, a walkthrough. Even though they might practice a while, it's kind of a walkthrough day. Thursday's the real day, assuming it's a Sunday game. Yeah. Assuming it's a Sunday game, Thursday's really kind of the day they get it cranking. And we, they get us out of there. I call What we see is basically what I call calisthenics. It's ridiculous what they let us in there to see. I don't even know why they let us in there, because we're not going to see any. It's for television to get that favorite b-roll of just a player doing nothing uh but we really don't see what was going on i happen to see before the what was the last game the giants game jalen hurts threw the ball with velocity before while we were walking out it wasn't a play it was just one was a crossing pattern one was an out um, and I, I saw him throw with velocity last week and that's what i'd like to see and in the warm-ups we really don't see that. Now, if they list it as limited practice, I don't even know what that means anymore. Limited in what way? Did he not take every uh, every play? I, I, I don't know. But we won't be able to tell. And I know this is going to drive people crazy. And it's going to be, uh, and it's going to create, you know, pandemonium in this city. We won't know until he comes out on Sunday. Now, if they say full practice, I still don't know what that means. You know, it's a limited practice. He's still throwing the ball. He's still running the plays. So, but Thursday, I yes, I would like to see him uh, with a full practice, no limit, and, and and because that's the day. That's the day you really get ready. Because Friday's a lighter day, and Saturday, assuming the game's on Sunday, is a walkthrough. Yeah, all and right. I'd like to see the game on Sunday. So people, it'll be something else for people to whine about. Oh, he has a day less to recover if they have a Saturday game. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, we need that extra day, Howard. We got to get the extra day. It's got to yeah, be. Yeah, got to get game. the extra day. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think. Well, it could be a Sunday night game, which I'm not really uh, fond of because it could be a little cold. But uh, not for the play, and uh, I shouldn't worry about myself. And I'm just you know talking out loud here, which I always do anyway. Uh, but. But whatever the case, I'd rather see a Sunday game. And whatever the time is, I'd rather see a Sunday game. And if if New York, here's the way we can judge that. If New York lo- loses to Minnesota on Sunday, and I think they're going to win. If they lose to Minnesota, uh, then it will be a Sunday game. Mm-hmm. Of course. there's cause... no way you could take the two teams from Monday night no. and play them on Saturday. No, and they're going to want the big TV audience for the Sunday for the, yeah, the Cowboys right. or Brady uh, against yep. the Eagles. That would be a big one. All right, Howard, let's look at the other injuries. You said you're more worried about Lane. So he was out there today. Was he off yeah. to the side? So what did what, you see? What are you hearing on Lane Johnson? Because okay. obviously that is, you know, we know Hurts is going to play. It's a matter of how they use him. Right. And, and we know that Lane's going to try to play, but we Lane's don't know. Play. Okay, and – but we talked this a few weeks ago. My worry with that is like when Deshaun Jackson had a, a an ab or a stomach injury, the, the, the abdominal. He got out there, he played, and then he was out in three plays. Right? He couldn't. He couldn't do it. What What are we hearing on Lane? All right. From what I saw, and I saw it from the other end of the field, uh, he was in rehab mode, just running through some blocking schemes and whatever, just to have some agility stuff to move around and backpedal and go forward. And again, I didn't watch him that long, but from what I saw, he looked okay. Now he's not trying to block somebody that's you know 275 pounds either, so it, you don't know until you get to the game. But from what I saw, 
you know, he looked like he was okay. But that doesn't mean anything because he's not playing against anyone. He's holding a blocking pad and, and going through some, some physical drills. And that's pretty much it because there's nothing he has to do until next week anyway. He just tries it just so things don't tighten up and, you know, he, he, just to keep moving. That's all. He's just trying to keep moving, I guess, and doing some rehab stuff. And we're not allowed to shoot video of the rehab stuff. So, so I just, I'm allowed to watch it and allowed to tell people what I see, but, but we won't know that until the game. But I, I just don't think there's any way that he won't start at right tackle, uh, come next Sunday, unless he re-injures something, which, you know, always could happen. But I, I think he's going to start. Uh, against whatever team they play uh, in the first first game, the division game. And Josh Sweat, I mean, that sounded pretty good. I mean, he, he talked today and he said he's going to play. Yeah. So that yeah. that it's I, I don't know. Do we know what actually happened? And was it a stinger? I mean, because he's I don't. He didn't seem like he's coming back from an injury. What it was scary what happened. But do we know what actually happened with that moment there? Well, I, there was no official word to the injury, but a stinger is probably a good way to describe it because he went down. He didn't move. And then when people came over to talk to him, uh, other other players said he was laughing. And he said, you know, I, I can get up. And the Eagles trainers and doctors said, no, don't move. So they're the ones. And, and he was smiling and laughing a little bit. And he was texting people that night that he's okay. Uh, if last week was a playoff game, I think there was a chance he would have played uh, because of the way he indicated that he felt. So it was probably a stinger. And you ex- a stinger is you examine uh, for head or injuries, which is another term for you check for concussions. So, but he, obviously he feels fine just by the way he was talking and communicating with the players. Well, good. I mean, because that he's a significant piece, right? This team sure. had 70 oh, sacks and, and yeah. he was a big part of it all. They need him. They need Lane. Depth. Of course. Yeah. Um, the one guy we, I guess we didn't hear much about, and, and I'm guessing he's not going to be able to play in this game, Avante Maddox. I mean, he's still yeah, in a boot. I worry, I worry about that. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Gardner Johnson will be in there, and he's kind of filling his role, which which helps. I'd still like to have Avante Maddox back because it just gives you more depth. And he's play, he played so well when he came back from the injury before he got hurt again. Uh, I, Avante Maddox is really a good player. So I'd like to see him back, but that's a tough injury to play through cuz you know, you need some quickness. You need uh, you need your toe. <laughs> you need your toe to be able to kind of push off it. So I'm not sure he's apparently he's out of the boot, but I didn't see see him today. Uh but I think Brandon Graham said uh, he's going to be out of the boot. And the other guy, the punter's probably going to be back. When I Sipos, saw Aaron Sipos. Aaron Sipos. And, and that that's important, too. Yeah, sure. When I saw him after the last game, he was walking around in a boot. And I just kiddingly said to him as we were both leaving, I says, when are you going to get that damn thing off? He says, it will be off and I'll be ready in two weeks. So, See, punters are tough. I always said punters are the toughest guys on the team, Howard. They, he's when a they, tough guy. Yeah. He was a, what, wasn't he a rugby player or a soccer player? Well, or he's, something? Is he Australian too, Sipos? Uh, I, I think he played rugby or soccer. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. rugby players we know are, are, yeah. are tough right. guys. I mean, my lot of Sipos, we know that. All right, let's yeah. take a phone call here. Lamont is up on WIP. Hey, Lamont. Lamont, you there, buddy? Lamont? Yes. What's up, buddy? You're on the air. What's up, Lamont? Hey, hey, how's it going, guys? Good, Lamont. What are you thinking? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, 
Let's, um, it looked like the AFC game, if the Bills and Chiefs make it, will be down here. Do you know how tickets operate in a situation like that? No idea. Yeah, Lamont is uh, Howard. He's from Atlanta. So, I know yeah, he's from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to play. Yeah, yeah, you're right. In Atlanta, Lamont. they're playing in Atlanta. Um, I, I don't, Lamont. I don't know. I imagine at some point next week they'll put some tickets on sale because, um, you know, if the the Bills have to advance, obviously past well, yeah, this right. week. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I would like, love to see Andy Reid, big Andy Reid fan. They're not. The they're not going to sell tickets until they know that there's a game there, and right. you know the tickets. Most of the tickets are probably going to be offered to both teams equally. Uh, obviously, uh, yeah, because they want their fans there to create some excitement both ways. But you know, there'll, there'll be tickets. I don't know how they're going to do it, but you won't know that until after after the next game. It's a little bit dis- I mean, Lamont, it's a cool stadium, and it'd be cool if you get yeah. to go. Howard, it's a little disappointing that game won't be outside. I mean, you have two teams that are used to the elements, right? The Chiefs and the Bills. Mm-hmm. The Bills worked so hard to get that game in their building. Obviously, we know they made the rule they're not going to do that, but it's kind of weird it's going to be in a dome between two cold-weather teams. Exactly. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. It's okay. okay uh, It'll be, the, the elements will be perfect. Yeah, well, they'll score a lot. Of, I mean, that game could be in the 40s between those yep. two quarterbacks. Yeah, my Eagles point is that I'm glad the Eagles got their franchise quarterback, and I'm excited. And, Joe, you had a a quote some of your show last night where you said that the Eagles, I mean, correct me if I'm right, I mean, you said that the Eagles have to get a good backup that's catered to Jalen Hurts. Yeah, so I think in the future, Lamont, my point was that they, they should try to find a backup Howard, I think that plays more like Jalen uh, in terms of stylistically. So that way, if he goes out, he gets banged up. They don't have to, you know, it's easier to kind of put that guy in. The Ravens have done that, right? With Tyler Huntley, who can play yeah. the same kind of ways. Not as good, but yeah. he plays the same kind of style as Lamar. I, Howard, I think they should do that instead of a guy like Minshew exactly. in the future. The, um, if the you can find that, if well, you can yeah, find right. that quarterback. Find that guy. Now, the unfortunate part about that is that, man, their style of play, the Cam Newtons, the Jalen Hurts, that shelf life is not that long in the NFL. You're right. I just hope I'm wrong. I just hope I'm wrong about Jalen, but I don't think I'm not. Take care, guys. You got it, Lamont. I mean, Howard, that's a reality, right? If he continues to run at the level yep. he has his first couple years, I mean, I don't think he's going to be done a year from now, but, I mean, you go back to Cam, uh, Steve McNair. I mean, those guys around the age of 30, even Donovan, right? Age of 30, they're not the same anymore. No, I, I worry about those kind of quarterbacks. But, see, I don't think uh, Lamar Jackson is – is as good a quarterback as Jalen Hurts will be. I don't think Lamar Jackson is moving forward. He had that one year. Yeah. He's more of a runner. Yeah, I think Jalen's a better thrower than Lamar is. Right. That's exactly right. Yeah, Yeah, and that gives Jalen a chance to continue to be good for a while. Yep. Uh, So I I don't really – I don't compare the two like that. Um, They both run, but a lot of quarterbacks run nowadays. Uh, So – but Lamar (laughs) – that's going to be an interesting situation. I do know the owner doesn't want, never wanted to give him a long-term contract. I don't know if they'll even give him the franchise tag. Well, or they, I, well, I think they might trade him, tra- tag him and trade him. This tag him and trade yeah. him, right. This could be yeah. it for him. He, he may have played his last game as a Raven. All right, we'll come back. Your phone calls. We'll get into the games coming up this weekend. And um, 
Got a quarterback list I want to throw at you, Howard. Uh, the, the ranking of the playoff quarterbacks. I'm curious where you'd put Hurts uh, among these guys that are in the postseason. We'll do that coming up. And okay. I think you're going to like where uh, Dak Prescott was ranked on this particular list. We'll do that coming up. 215-592-9494 at Sports Radio 94 WIP. NFL wildcard weekends here. And the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet, just sign up promo code G-I-G-L-I-L. Fandles all your fair bets from the money line of point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. I'm going with the Chargers. I, road favorites, I know, and I don't like going against Doug, but I do like the Chargers minus 2.5 this week, and I think they're going to win that game over the Jags. All on app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. I really like the FanDuel app. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP, so football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 of free bets, win or lose, with promo code Gilio. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. And, of course, we're riding with the king here. Howard Askin, sponsored by Xfinity. Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge, a different kind of network designed to save you money. We'll get to some Sixers talk in a few minutes here before the game tonight against the Thunder. I know Howard is very pumped up. At least it'll be a better game than the uh, the, the uh, Detroit game the other day, which was ridiculous. We'll get what that. What a but, horrible, oh, I know. horrible, horrible team. Yeah, they're, they're awful. All right, Howard, a couple things I want to get to uh, you get with you at the, here uh, before we get to the Sixers stuff. So we'll get to the games in a second and your thoughts on all of them. But I don't know if you saw this today. So Dan Orlovsky put out his list. He ranked the quarterbacks in the postseason. So I'm, I'm curious how you would do it. So um, before I give you his full list, I, I'm curious where you'd rank Jalen Hurts entering the postseason on a list like this. I think if we go back a year ago, Howard, I, I think it would have been fair to put him in the bottom three or four, right, of the 14 playoff quarterbacks last year. I don't remember all of them off the top of my head, but I think he probably would have been the bottom three or four. He's obviously taken a leap this year, and he's had a great season. So tell me if you agree, disagree, if you move anything around. So here's how Orlovsky did his list. One, Mahomes. 
Two Burrow, three Allen, four Hertz, five Justin Herbert. Those were his top five quarterbacks heading into the postseason across all 14. Would you uh, move anything around or be the same? Um, I think Hertz and Herbert are kind of equal. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Herbert's playing with the right team. If he was with, and the coach is supposed to be a good offensive coach, but um, I, I, I just something's missing from the Chargers. But I think it's their defense that really kills them. So yeah, I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't really disagree with that. I mean, I think they're both about. If I had to take a quarterback, it'd be a hard choice between Hertz and Herbert. But because we know what Jalen Hurts can do in this offense. I would take Hurts with the Eagles based on what I've seen. But they're both uh, playing really well. So, But, yeah, the first three, there's no question. Now, the the guys after that, so there's after, really nobody. So there's after really, he had Lamar at six, we know Lamar's not going to play now, so take him I, out of I the think next. I think Lamar is, you know, it's maybe unfair for me to say, but so what? I don't think he wants to play because he didn't get his contract. And, you know, he doesn't want to hurt himself anymore. Uh, so, you know, you got to be there. He says he wants to be there with his guys. I don't believe that. But yeah, Lamar doesn't do anything for me. I tend to agree. doesn't Howard, do anything. I tend to agree with you. You know what strikes me as the, the, the Lamar thing? My guess is he has someone close to him telling him, you got to do what's best for you, right? you got to take care of you right. because they haven't, they haven't paid you yet. So it's a shame he's not going to play. So after Lamar on the list, he has Brady at seven, Daniel Jones at eight, Trevor Lawrence at 9, Gino at 10, Cousins at 11, and then you're going to love this. Gino at 10? Yeah, Gino 10, Cousins 11, and you're going to love this one. He has Dak buried (laughs) at 12 on this list. I'm not surprised. Dak is a fraud. How long have I been saying this? For months, most overrated, one-year wonder, and a turnover machine. He is a turnover machine. He just doesn't know what he's looking at defensively. That's why you don't really have to blitz him that much because you want to put extra guys in coverage. But uh, Trevor Lawrence, I would put Trevor Lawrence ahead of Daniel Jones. And I might put Trevor Lawrence ahead of Brady. So that would be the only change. Where was Tua? So he doesn't have Tua. He has Skylar Thompson because Tua's going to miss the game because Tua's not going to play on Sunday. He has Purdy at the bottom, too. Howard, Purdy's interesting. We've never really seen anything like this where it's it's not just a rookie quarterback, but we're talking about the last pick in the draft. Yet, I think I think everyone keeps waiting for him not to play well. He's played well. I mean, they haven't lost a beat in San Francisco. I don't think he's going to win the Super Bowl, but he's he hasn't he hasn't had one moment where it's like, uh-oh, they're, they're, the other shoe's going to fall off. He's played you know well. The, the coach uh, learned his lesson. Uh, when he screwed up Atlanta's chances to win the Super Bowl as the offensive coordinator. You know, don't put them in a bad position because their defense is so good. It is. Uh, you know, you can – He, I, I haven't checked uh, the, the field position that they've gotten, but I would be surprised that they don't always get or most of the time get pretty good field It's positions. one of the best. Actually, I just saw this today. It's, it's one of the best in the NFL. It might be number one in the NFL. I think they have the best uh, differential, right? Their field position versus their opponents. I think it's number one in the league. Yeah, and that creates short fields. And then you got you just you have just enough players in McCaffrey and uh, – Debo Samuel, just enough players, and Kittle's no joke either. Uh, you have enough players to make the offense work with the ways you have to make it work. So he's got a lot of, a lot of good things around him, which 
probably make it a little bit better for him. So, yeah, I, I, I don't even know where I'd rank him. I and mean, you, you got to rank him down because you don't. You don't know. It's, you don't know. But I would rate Lawrence ahead of Jones and ahead of Brady. But I do think the top five is pretty locked in. If you want to yep. move Hertz and, and uh, Herbert around or whatever, and maybe you, you like Allen over Burrow. You know, I like Burrow over Allen. But yeah, they're, they're I mean, all. Either, you could take. You take Mahomes and Mahomes then Allen one. Burrow, Mahomes Burrow, is, Allen. Yeah. It doesn't make any difference. Mahomes yeah. is obviously one. I mean, he's the best quarterback in the league and has been yep. for a yep. while here. All right, let's go to the lines, and then we'll talk about these games coming up this weekend. Wendell's up in Chester. Hey, Wendell. Hey. Hey, Wendell, hey. what's up? What are you thinking? How y'all doing? Oh, we're I good. I don't, think, I don't think that Hurts is getting his proper due. Because if he hadn't been hurt, he would have been in, on top. But he got hurt. Why is it that this guy, them guys, I think he should have been number two. Well, so here's my thing, no, Wendell. You can't play those guys have those have guys. more of all won playoff games, right? He hasn't done that yet. Mahomes has won a Super Bowl. Burrow went to the Super Bowl. Allen has been to the title game. He hasn't done that yet. I mean, it, it, maybe he will in the next three weeks. But until he does that, I, I think he's got to be behind those three at least. He got to be. Y'all underestimate him. I'm telling you. Wait, wait, wait till all this smoke clears, and you're going to see with the Eagles standing on top of that stage at the end of this year in February, hoisting that championship. You know, I don't know any football person that would say, all right, who would you take? Uh, Allen, Burrow. I mean, Mahomes obviously would take Mahomes. Allen, Burrow, or Hurts. Who would you I'd take? Oh, no. Over Mahomes, Wendell? No. Over Mahomes. Oh, no. He's going to win this championship this year. And he might. Wendell, he, he might. But also, it's a team game, right? Like, doesn't mean that Hurts is a better quarterback than Mahomes is the best quarterback of this generation, Wendell. I mean, that's what he is. No matter what. I don't care. We are going to win this championship this year. Okay. This is our year. He, we, they, they, they got away with taking it last year. But this year, Jalen is going to be better. Just give him a ch- wait, wait, wait. Sirianni is just telling him just just keep quiet. We don't have to boast and brag about what Hurts is going to do. We'll show you better. We will show you better than tell you. Well, I, I'm sure they will. I mean, I mean, Wendell, I I, I think he'll be. I, I think he's going to play fine as long as he's healthy. We appreciate it. I, I mean, Howard, I don't. I, mean, I don't know. That's not, ridiculous what, to put him above those guys. Well, especially Mahomes. I mean, he's yeah. this, he's been doing this for five years now as as yeah. a great quarterback. And those yeah. other guys, Howard, they've also won playoff games. Jalen has to check that box. He hasn't done it yet. They lost. And you know last what? Year. Josh Allen should have been. Uh, they should have beaten Kansas oh, wow. City because what happened. Uh, and that was a mistake by Sean McDermott. I mean, Sean McDermott, what did he do? He kicked off when he shouldn't have kicked. He should have just dribbled the ball up the field. It was like 14, I don't know how many seconds yeah, left. They, they allowed them to return it. Yeah, they allowed them to make some plays to get in position to win the game. And I think Sean McDermott's done a terrific job with – uh, with Buffalo, but that was a mistake. It was actually the touchback, right? They, the touchback, so no time went off the clock. Right. If they had squibbed it, like you were saying, kicked right. it short, they would have forced them to return it, which is what that would have took the seconds off the clock. Yeah, correct. Yeah. By the way, how before we get into the games this weekend, you know what I forgot about until I saw a post about it today? And I, I, I would guess a lot of our audience forgot about it, but we could see it this weekend. Overtime in the postseason is different now because of what happened in that game you just mentioned. They changed the rule. Overtime now in the playoffs, like if we get an overtime game this weekend, 
and the team that gets the ball first goes and scores a touchdown, the game is not over. Oh, they, yeah, they give the other team a chance they, to score. Yes. So when you, you score a touchdown, let's say you get the ball first, you score a touchdown. You have the you have a choice, what, you know, to kick the extra point or go for two. And then the other team has a chance to match. They have to obviously, whatever, go for two as well or extra point or whatever. And then they keep playing. So uh, game is not over on a touchdown on the first possession of overtime, which is obviously different than, than we are used to now. And I think that's only fair. You can't just lose a game because of a coin flip. And that's basically the way you would lose that game. So, And then then I guess it's the next team that scores. After they go back and forth. Yeah, then right. it goes back to sudden death. All right, right Howard, let's, let's look at some of these games here this weekend. So we have six playoff games. Three of them seem like toss-ups, and, and then we get some bigger number spreads in these games. All right, Niners-Seahawks, Howard. Divisional game, nine and a half points. The 49ers are a favorite with, uh, with Brock Purdy. What do you think? I don't know how Geno Smith is going to score points against mm. that team. Uh, you know, he's had a nice year, but he hasn't scored a lot of points in the last couple of weeks. No. Their team hasn't scored a lot of points. I I have to take San Francisco. It just And here's another thing. A team that lost, now it doesn't mean they have to cover, that lost the last playoff game the year before, and they're playing uh, back, and I think they played at home. Uh, there's a big percentage that they win the game the next year when they play their first playoff game. Yeah, and that's the, the Niners, yeah, who got knocked yeah. out last year by the Rams. All right, so the, right. The, the, the night game on Saturday, I think this is going to be a good one. Two young quarterbacks, Chargers, Jaguars, Howard. Chargers are a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road, and we get to watch Doug Peterson back in the playoffs. I like the Chargers in this one. I, I think they're a little bit better. I thought they were a little bit better, but, you know, they give up uh, five-and-a-half yards a carry. It's a lot, yeah. <laughs> They give up a lot of yards uh, uh, against the rush, and that could keep the game close. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the point spread will really figure into it. It's a small number, yeah. Yeah, I kind of it, – it's the first time for Trevor Lawrence. And, and Herbert. Jacksonville. And Herbert, but he, yeah. he hasn't been there either. Oh, that's right. Uh, so I kind of lean towards uh, Jacksonville. All uh, right. I, uh, kind of lean towards Jacksonville. Let's go to Sunday, Howard. I mean, this one could have been a little bit interesting if Miami had Tua, or even if they had Bridgewater, but they're, they're probably down to Skylar Thompson here, a third-string quarterback. I mean, we don't get many games in the playoffs that are really ridiculous blowouts. This one, it might be. Uh, Buffalo is a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. I, I just don't see how Miami's in this game. No, and there's another factor here. The emotion, I'm sure there'll be some video, uh, uh, maybe by Hamlin, uh, I'm not sure. I would think that they're going to try to find a way to create uh, some energy uh, for their player who's now recovering at home. Uh, I, I can't believe they will let him come to the game. Uh, but whatever, uh, there's emotion involved uh, in this situation. I just, yeah, how does Miami score? And you look at the total, it's really a low total for a team like Buffalo. Uh, that uh, scores points. So I just don't think Miami's going to score nearly enough points. I don't like the game, but I would lean towards Buffalo. With the, I don't like it because of the points, but I would clearly lean towards Buffalo. So I know because we've talked a couple times about this game already this week. I know you're with the Giants. So you think, oh, yeah. are you taking them with the three? Do you think, that, you think they're going to win the game outright against Minnesota? Absolutely. And here's, I'm even more sure after today, we had a client luncheon, we being WIP, with Eagles uh, radio uh, partners, sponsors, slash sponsors. Uh, they have one a month, and uh, I get up there and speak along with Quick and Merrill and Seth Joyner. And uh, Merrill was the only one of us that liked 
uh, Minnesota to win the game. So this is a fade Merrill. It's a Merrill fade oh more than anything else. You know, the fact that Merrill likes Minnesota, I am all over the Giants. <laughs> it's all over. It is a Merrill Reese fade by Howard here. I, 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 and here's the other thing. I, and I believe this number's correct. Uh, Mark Lawrence sent it to me, and I, and I read it, and I didn't talk to him about it. I'll talk to him on Saturday morning. But Minnesota Vikings have been out-yarded an average of 164 yards a game. Think about that. Yeah, that's the fact that they've won 13 games, Howard, is, is remarkable. So yeah. let me throw this at you because we found this out the other night. So both these teams this year were outscored, right? They had they scored yes. less than their opponents. It's only the second time ever we've had a playoff game between two teams that have been outscored during the season. It, it's a it's a weird matchup, but I can see it going either way. I think the Giants could win the game. I, I'm with yeah, you. I, I know the fact that a lot of people like the Giants kind of scares. A lot me of people because, do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it wouldn't be called gambling if everybody knew too easy. which side to go. Yeah, be too easy but i just think the giants they're they're better than they were even though they haven't won a lot of games or as many games the second half of the season uh mike kafka uh has helped daniel jones he's their offensive coordinator used to be with he was a backup for the eagles a quarterback did a great job with mahomes not that you needed a whole lot of help and i think he helped make daniel jones better i just uh I just can't get away from the Giants because Minnesota, it's scary the way they win games. They win them always so close, and they shouldn't have beaten them the time they beat them this, they beat them this season. So that's why I lean towards the Giants, and I, I do like the Giants to win the game. And if they win the game, that's who the Eagles play. We don't even worry about Monday night. That's right. Uh, Sunday night, it's kind of disappointing that Lamar can't get out there because at least it's compelling a little bit. Uh, but now we're, we're looking at Bengals' nine-and-a-half-point favorite over the Ravens. I don't know if they cover a number that big because the Ravens' defense is good, but the Bengals are going to win this game, Howard. I have no doubt about that. Yeah, they're going to win the game, but I would take the points. I would take the points. They played them back-to-back. I know, and the Ravens' defense is really good. I mean, yeah, really good, yeah. really good. And The thing is, the Bengals don't turn the ball over uh, the Ravens have to create at least a turnover. But I, I'm not laying nine and a half. With that defense, Mm-mm. I'm not laying nine and a half points. Uh, then we go to Monday night, Howard. The Cowboys against the Buccaneers. Mike McCarthy on the road. Dak Prescott, your guy on the road. They are two and a half point favorites. Brady, the underdog. What do you think? I mean, I don't like this Bucks team, but I do. it's hard not to take the Bucks getting two and a half here. The Cowboys don't win on the road in the playoffs. Uh, Dak Prescott is a, against that defense. That's the one thing that the, the Buccaneers do have is a good defense. Against that defense, you know he's going to turn the ball over. I just can't I can't like the Cowboys. But here's – I like Tampa. So to, to answer that question, down to two and a half. I like Tampa uh, because I just, I just think the Cowboys are – that points that, – that, that number's out there because it's the Cowboys. So sayonara to Dak, sayonara to Mike McCarthy. And I don't want Mike McCarthy to leave because as long as he's the head coach, they got no chance. No chance. He is a dope. Uh, but here's the other thing that I really do want. And if the Giants win, it doesn't make any difference. I want the Cowboys against the Eagles. Now, there's two reasons that won't happen because the Giants will win and Tampa will win. But I want the Cowboys. It would be their fourth straight road game, mm-hmm. and it would and it would be a short week. Whatever it is, it's it's it would be a short week. Four straight road game. There's no way 
that the Cowboys would beat the Eagles in Philadelphia. And all those Cowboys fans can shove it when they think that the Cowboys can win. Uh, it's a joke, these morons, uh, these cockroaches out there, these Cowboy fans. Uh, I would love to play the Cowboys because they will destroy, they would destroy that team if they played them. But I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, probably not. But it would be a fun week around here. Forget the yes, Cowboys next yes, week. And all right, let's talk about the Sixers quick. Trust the pregame delivered to you by PGW. PGW delivering safe, reliable energy to Philadelphia for more than 180 years. PGW energy for all of us. Visit PGWorks.com for details. Howard, the Thunder are in tonight. The Sixers are a 10-point favorite off of the, the win the other night. I mean, that, that Pistons team is awful, and they blew the doors off the them. The worst. They get the Thunder tonight. James Harden, your guy, goes for three straight triple doubles tonight, Howard. He's played well. He he's yeah. played better this season than I thought he's he was going better, to. But he's, I mean, he's played better. I mean, the Oklahoma Thunder, uh, they're they're five games under five hundred as a team. Yeah, they're not very good. They're five and fourteen on the road. Uh, are you kidding me? It's like, uh, how can the the NBA's got to be embarrassed to put to put that kind of product out on the court. I don't care. It doesn't matter what James Harden get. Play a good team and do that. Uh, but, you know, knock yourself out. I still rather have, and Halliburton's hurt right now, I'd still rather have Halliburton and Maxi in my backcourt. But, and I know that's not just me. Uh, well, I'm and, with you on that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, against Chicago, what did Harden shoot? 32% or something like that? Come on, it, it's... When Embiid's not there, you got to you got to take the reins. But you know, against bad teams, it's easier to score. So, yeah, the Sixers. I, I don't know. The, you can't take Oklahoma City. You can't take them. You got to if you take anybody, you got to take the Sixers. But they're going to win the game. I mean, that would be a to- that would be so embarrassing. They should just forfeit the next game if they lose this game. Yeah, and they haven't had not- they haven't had a game like that in a while. I mean, I guess Chicago uh, they lost in Houston on the road, but at home they haven't had a game here in a while where they've you know kind of embarrassed themselves. They've been pretty good here. They're seventeen yeah. and six at I, home. Yeah, so yeah. I I think uh, yeah, I mean, there's no way, there's just no way you can't, there's no way you can't take the Sixers. I mean, it's it's a joke, it's a joke. Now, do the Sixers? Um, do they they don't play tomorrow night. They play on Saturday. Saturday right? in Utah. Actually, I'm actually interested in this West Coast trip to see how they if they keep playing really well or if they kind of come back to earth on a five game road trip. Yeah, they have a long road trip coming up, um, starting Saturday in Utah, and then I think they go to the Clippers. They play the Lakers in there. Bunch of West teams they're on the road for for a little while here. And revenge games against you know uh, Utah's kind of cooled down a little bit, but uh, the Clippers and the Lakers, even though they're not good teams can beat the Sixers out there. Can you imagine, do they have the Clippers and, and the Lakers back-to-back? Uh, there's a day in between, but those are the two games back-to-back. So it's Utah, oh, Lakers. Boy, I wonder how many, there's probably uh, some nice strip clubs out there. Well, here's the deal. They play in Saturday, uh, a Saturday night in Utah. So I'm sure they'll leave Utah, go right to L.A., right? So they'll get Correct. there late Saturday, early Sunday morning. They play Sunday uh, night at, at the Lakers, and then they don't play again until Tuesday. So they get two nights in L.A. before a game. Oh, man, that's just... And then they play the Lakers the sec- in the second L.A. game, right? No, Lakers first, then the Clippers. 
Okay. Well, they're going to lose to the Clippers because you know it's going to be party time. <laughs> so I already just take the Clippers in that game. Yeah, that's two or three straight nights in Los two Angeles. Two nights of partying. Yeah. There's no shot. No yeah, shot. Yeah, that, that, they... Doc will call that a scheduled loss. He'll put that on the schedule right now. <laughs> All right. The Trust the pregame delivered to you by PGW. PGW delivering safe, reliable energy to Philadelphia. For more than 108 years, PGW Energy for all of us. Visit pgworks.com for details. So, Howard, we'll hear you on Saturday morning. Saturday morning it will be, and I'm I'm just going to keep an eye on the, uh, uh, you know, the medical condition of Jalen Hurts and just to make sure that they take him off. Uh, uh, in, I don't even want to kid about it. They take him out of the IC. I won't say they take him off of life support because – Obviously, that, yeah, with tomorrow, in the yeah, last yeah. couple of weeks, that's not not funny. But uh, the reality is, he he's going to be okay. But we'll we'll I'll, I'll keep an eye on it tomorrow. The the, the Eagles practice, but it's an, another just you know, just keep just stay loose. And then they have the weekend. The weekend's the tough part. These guys are pretty buttoned down. But when players have the weekend off, I don't want to see uh, Odell Beckham and some of the Eagles on a yacht in Miami somewhere. Oh, that'd be amazing. Howard, <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll, leave, we'll end on this. So who do you think needs the bye week more this weekend, the Eagles or, or you or the Eagles media, the people that have been covering the team all year? You need a bye? You resting uh, yeah, up? I, I actually um, – it'll, cra- it'll be strange on Sunday, but you know, I had it during the year. But, yeah, I need a bye. You, you don't realize, you know, during the pandemic, we didn't travel that much. Right as the broadcast team and there's now 17 games so um you know i'm never going to complain because i enjoy doing what i'm going to what i'm doing and it's a grind but that's okay and i'm at the borgato on saturday morning so you go from there to the plane and just but i'm happy doing what i'm doing but it's nice to have the buy for a lot of reasons so so i can heal up too you got to rest up and we got three weeks to go here we got three wins to get division around title game super bowl I want to make sure my shoulder's okay. Yes. Well, you and Jalen, rehab together here. All right, Howard, have a good night, and uh, we'll listen Saturday, and we'll talk next week. All right. Talk to you next week. All right. There he goes. Howard Eskin there. We're riding with the king, of course, brought to you by Xfinity Mobile. Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge, a different kind of network designed to save you money. A lot to talk about coming up on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.